Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, 1224, Christmas Eve, uh, three days post-apocalypse, because we don't want to let that joke die. And uh, we're doing a pre-recorded show, because we desperately want to talk to you, but I also want to be able to put my kid to bed on time. So, I'm on the line. We have Jick on the line. Yeah, I'm back. Where are you back from? The same joke again. I'm back from a kind of outer space where there was a lot of throat and nasal pain. There was only pain and darkness forever. This is, the first, uh, this is the first podcast uh, oh, yeah. since, since like the fifth or something. It's the first one of ours. Have you done hot dog stuff though? No, I have not. Really? I have not. This is the first thing. This is the first thing that uh, I've done with my voice in twenty days. I feel exceptionally special, and I didn't know that. Oh well, good. You are exceptionally special. Was that a? Uh, how long did they say the recovery would take? Uh, I got varying uh, reports. That my my main doctor said that I would be in bed for two weeks and don't count on getting anything done for a month. Hmm. Uh, which I believed was was probably an exaggeration. Um, it turned and out. And then at, before I went in for the surgery, the guy said, he said, it is going to take you eight or ten days before you, you're up and at him again. He said, you'll you'll feel better for four days, and then on like, or you'll feel better over the course of like three days, and then on the fourth day, it'll get really, really bad, hmm. and then stay that way for a while. And he was right. That is it. That is precisely what happened. Um, so for for those for those listeners who haven't been paying attention uh, to previous shows and are just curious as to why this thing they're not paying attention to hasn't happened for a while, may not have even noticed. I went and got my tonsils removed, and I got my deviated septum uh, fixed, and I got my inferior turbinates trimmed down. Because apparently, when you have a deviated septum, you get compensatory hypertrophy. Hypertrophy, hypertrophy, compensatory yeah. hypertrophy of the uh, of the inferior turbinates, hmm. which is like the thing in your nose that causes congestion. Like I, I think it's the thing that like puffs up. Uh-huh. Um, so the one on one side was bigger than the other, and that's that's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the thing that was causing. That it was the theory of, the, of what was causing the sinus headaches that I would get all the time, hmm. uh, and and the thing that had basically, as I got older, made it so I couldn't have more than a couple of drinks without just losing an entire day to the non-hangover related headache that accompanied going to sleep with the sort of like alcohol-related sinus congestion. Um. So that was getting that was getting worse and worse, and uh, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, we can fix that." And then my doctor was like, "You should also get your tonsils taken out, like I've been telling you for ten years." Hmm. So the guy was like, "Yeah, we might as well do it all at once because it's all going to suck. So might as well all suck at the same time." Yeah, that makes sense. I came. It was pretty gross. I came out of there with, and I had to spend like two days with a gauze pad like taped under my nose to just catch the constant drizzle of blood. Hmm. Uh, from, because I guess the the septum stuff was pretty traditional surgery, like it was like cut and stitched, right? Uh, and so some stitches came out. Every once in a while, I would I would blow my nose, and a little piece of fishing line would come out. Yeah, and, and I would think, well, I don't remember snorting any fishing line. Well, yeah, but you were on drugs, so. Oh yeah. You made yeah. very well. You know, every time I. There have been two times in my life when I've been prescribed opiates, and both times I've been. Now I should be careful 
cool with this because I am a motherfucker who gets addicted to shit and the last thing I need is a fucking prescription pill dependency. True. Because, I mean, that is, a, that is a thing that I'm, I'm a man of the means that could sustain that without it really ruining my life. You know, it would just fuck me up. Yeah, uh, it's not really recommended procedure. I don't think that uh, people say don't do drugs because you might not be able to afford it. I'm not sure that's that's well, the no, but caveat. I'm just saying, it, like, it, you know, I could also pr- probably sustain a heroin a heroin habit if it really came down to it, right? Like, it is. I'm not worried about getting hooked on prescription painkillers because I would start stealing shit or selling all of my stuff to buy prescription painkillers. Right. I just don't want the things that they do to your body to happen to my body. I guess I don't actually know what any of the supposed harmful effects of opiates are. Because <laughs> so you, you only ever really hear about the you'll lose your family, right? You never you never really hear about like, well, if you can afford it, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, like, like the last time, I could not fucking wait to be done with it. Yeah. Because it, it, it was like either... The, the worst thing. So it took like eight days before I got back to work. And the, it was either... It hurt. It, it was my ears that were the main source of the pain. The, this oh, thing said, yeah. you might get some pain in your ears. This is referred pain and is not real. <laughs> like, there's that nothing helps. wrong with your ears. It just seems like they hurt. So, did, did you say something? No, no. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, it, my ears just hurt like a motherfucker. The, the throat, it only hurt when I swallowed, so I could just not swallow, mm-hmm. you know? And I got to, you know, knowing you for so yeah, long, you? I got into the habit of that. Uh, but, but yeah, fucking ears, man. It was, and it was just like, wow, my ears just really hurt. I guess I will take some medicine to make my ears stop hurting. Uh, but then I'm just very, very easily distracted. Hmm. So you're not a big fan of opiates? I don't think I am. You're not a big fan of religion either, being an opiate for no, the masses. No, no, really. Television, mm-hmm. television is the new drug of the masses. That's what I learned about my plastic African necklaces. The revolution uh, will not be televised in a church. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that was good. It, so I had it on a Thursday, and then the Saturday morning, eight days later, nine days later, was my last dose of, of pain medicine. I got freaked out right when it started hurting really bad is when I ran out of pain medicine and I called them and I'm like, hey, can I get a refill on that? And they said, oh, man, did you take it all already? Oh, man. And But they didn't realize that I was not aware that it came with a refill. Oh. Right? So I, I like, apparently I had only taken half of it. So that, that was fine. It all worked out. But that was rough because it was like, man, this just got to as bad as it has been and I ran out of pain medicine. Like, this is going to fuck itself. It got to the point where if I slept for even, like, a couple hours, I guess just breathing and drying everything out in there, oh. I would wake up in just agony. I would just, like, stagger over to where the pain medicine was and take it and then just sit there waiting for it to kick in before I could do anything. It was crazy. And how long did that stage last? Uh, three or four days. Mm. Like, it was fine once I got up. It was only sleeping that made that happen. Even sleeping, sitting up? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it was just the bre- it was just breathing without being careful and not really swallowing. Just, yeah. you know, I mean, because that'll, like, sleeping fucks up your sinuses anyway. Mm. Especially in a dry house, yeah. Have you gotten and, uh, to the point where you can 
where you're healed enough to see the benefits of the surgery yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Like that happened pretty quick, actually. The with the sign, the throat. I, I mean, the throat. The benefit of the throat is that I will hopefully get sick a lot less often, and when I do get sick, it'll be a lot less in my throat. Uh huh. Um, so there's no talent on that. I just need to like wait a year and see what happens. Um, I, you know, I don't know if it'll mean like less food getting stuck in my throat and stuff. I don't have a sense of how much of that was due to the swollen tonsils and how much of it is just me, you know, not being <laughs> laughing good a lot, laughing a lot while I eat, not being very good at chewing stuff. Um, but I can breathe through both my nostrils at the same time, which is not a thing that I could typically do yeah. like ever before. So that's pretty good. The doctor, I went in for my follow-up appointment and the guy said, he said, you'll, you'll notice more and more of the benefits of it over the coming like month or so because it's like right now your nutrition is down and you're, you know, you just had the trauma of the surgery and so it's going to take a while to get back, but you'll be better than normal. So that's cool. The eating kind of, like, I don't really like ice cream, so I didn't eat any ice cream. Right. I had, a, I had popsicles and I had a lot of pudding and a lot of uh, bowls of soup and a lot of noodles. But really, I got back to eating normally after like five days. He said, "He said there's no danger in eating anything." He was like, "All that that the paperwork was like, don't eat pizza, don't eat potato chips. It'll it'll kill you." But he said that's not actually true. It's just like don't. It's just whatever you can tolerate. Like eat whatever you can stand to eat. Okay. So that wasn't so bad. Huh. Uh, but you're also less of a pussy than I am. I'm still, yeah, like part of the reason that I'm, I really want all the info on this, besides caring about your general welfare, is that sooner or later I'm going to have to get my face messed with by mm-hmm. a doctor. And uh, it, I don't know, you're, you're a guy who's like, you know what, if this is going to hurt a little bit, but it means that I can be more productive, then I'm going to do it. And I'm a guy who's like, if this is going to hurt a little bit, I'm going to go well out of my way to avoid that. You know, if it was just the sinus stuff, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Hmm. Like, it did not... Like, the recovery from that... It was, like, the part where there was blood pouring out of me for three days was unpleasant, but apart from the, like... Apart from the, like, sort of reaction that you have when you see a bunch of your own blood come out of you... Right, a boner. It, yeah. it was not really any different than just having a cold. Hmm. And, and, I mean, maybe that's because colds were worse for me because of that, but that's presumably also true of you. Yeah, probably. Uh, so the, the the overwhelming majority of the pain was from the tonsils and and like and a lot of the ennui was just from the inability to eat. Yeah. So yeah, you know. Apparently, my uh, <clears throat> all of the sinus infections that I would get all the time were because of my teeth. Huh. What was weird. wrong with your teeth? Uh, there, my molars are rooted in my sinuses. Okay. And I had cavities on a couple of the molars, so whatever infection was was there could somehow more easily be transmitted to the sinuses. So like, oh, I would occasionally okay. get just a sinus infection on just the right half of my face, mm-hmm. which was really bizarre, but that was because I had the, the cavities over there, and after those were filled, that hasn't happened. So I th- oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, Riff, Riff had some crazy thing a couple years ago that was some interaction of his teeth and his sinuses that was problematic. Yeah, because, you know what, faces are just bullshit. They're, yeah. Anybody who can argue for intelligent design, having seen the way that your ears and nose and mouth 
and then like a spot on the back of your head and a couple of spots above your eyebrows are all connected yeah <laughs> fucking break yeah I mean there's a lot of things about the human body that are not particularly <laughs> well like the, yeah, you know. the fact that we poop out of the same place we have sex from <laughs> yeah 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 our mouths <laughs> uh, um, but yeah so I basically have no stories about anything that aren't that I, uh, I, I got to use I got to use my neti pot a whole bunch the, the doctor was like you gotta use this spray otherwise we have to spend a, real, a lot of time really painfully taking like prying shit out of your nose when you come in for your follow up appointment and I said can I use a neti pot instead of the spray and he said well some doctors say just use the neti pot I prefer the spray, so how about you do half and half? Yeah. And I said, oh, okay. Did he uh, warn you about uh, brain-eating bacteria? Uh, no, he didn't, because that is not a thing that is worth warning anybody about in terms of its actual likelihood of happening. Where you live, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I just did that, like, four or five times a day. Like, wow. Just, but it's said to do it every two hours. Like, the, the, the paperwork said, irrigate your sinuses every two hours. Damn. And every time a whole bunch of crap came out of them so it was like all right well this is apparently the rate at which my sinuses are producing a whole buttload of crap is one buttload every two hours right um and then when i went in he was like oh so you actually rinsed your sinuses out and i'm like yeah he said most people don't do it so i don't actually need to scrape anything out of you you're fine go home like okay i feel like that's a bonus though yeah. it's like going to the dentist and uh, uh, theoretically, it could happen that you could go to the distance, uh, the dentist, the, and go the distance to the dentist, mm-hmm. and have them not scrape anything, and that would be like that. Yeah, I, that never happens to me. Yeah, it's, I, it's always the scraping, and then, oh, your gums are bleeding. Yes, <laughs> you have stabbed them repeatedly with sharp objects. <laughs> I, uh, I've gone, just because I found a dentist office that automatically schedules appointments as soon as the insurance company will pay for them again Hmm. that's been a lot easier like i go every six months the cleaning doesn't take any time at all because it you know i haven't had three or four years to accumulate garbage in my and also as i've gotten older and my teeth are like fitting together less well and i constantly get food stuck in them as i eat i actually just for my own comfort tend to floss like once a day Uh uh-huh and so I think that that actually helps. Yeah. And I don't know that it helps you be healthy or whatever, because I, I remain pretty convinced that the number of cavities that you have is entirely irrespective of your dental hygiene. Like, I think it is just a thing that happens to people at a rate that changes over time and that varies from person to person. It's some, it seems like there's some genetic component to it, too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like my wife is way more conscientious about brushing and flossing than I am, and she had some ridiculous, crazy thing that she had to spend. We had to spend a lot of time and money getting fixed. Mm. I've never had like a a serious dental issue. I don't think. I remember when I was a kid, there was some point at which I had like some little post in between two of my teeth. Hmm. Uh, to stop something from happening, I guess. But other than that, it's just been like fillings. I've got one teeth that is one teeth. <laughs> you got one teeth. I got one teeth. It dying. Doctors <laughs> say it dying. Um, 
uh, one tooth the dentist says is in the process of dying so he was like at some point you will take a drink of coffee and it will make your tooth hurt and four hours later your tooth will still hurt and then it will be time to come and see me and have that tooth pulled yeah or like root canal i guess so it's like you get like big fillings and that just sets a timer on when that tooth is gonna die hmm. apparently so do you have you never had a root canal Mm-mm. oh i had one it wasn't a wasn't really a thing I had a yeah. A everything lovely, dental that's described yeah. as being terrible is, is, in my experience, been just like. Eh. I think it just depends on the dentist. Like this, the person that I had was kind of a hot Russian woman, which led to strange boners. But she uh, shot me up with the Novocaine, and then when I could still feel stuff, shot me up with even more Novocaine until I couldn't feel feelings, and then she just did her thing like smelling your own enamel burning is not pleasant but it's also not painful yeah yeah i mean i the the unpleasant part of the dentist for me is not being able to move because Mm. if if for whatever reason i can't move i want absolutely nothing more than to move right you know that's just sort of how my brain goes i think i think i've traced that back to a childhood trauma um where I, I've told this story before, but it's been years. Where when I was like three, I guess I uh, I was running around the house, or I was I I, I had a, I got a drum for Christmas, and I was playing with the drum by putting one of the drumsticks in my mouth and jumping up and down on the drum, like you do. Yeah, and I fell down like drumstick first, and it gouged a big hole in the back of my throat. Uh, and my parents couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I was just screaming and screaming, and, and it wasn't until I started vomiting blood that they realized, oh, he's got a big cut in the back of his throat. So they apparently took me to the emergency room where they, with no anesthesia, like strapped me down to a table and gave me stitches in the back of my throat. Oh. Um, and so I don't remember that happening, but them describing it and them watching, they watched it happen apparently, and I was just like strapped to this table screaming like, Maybe that's why I don't like being held down. Uh, yeah. Because of that early, early establishment of precedent. Yeah, I think that would do it. Because when somebody holds you down, what's happening next is something painful is going in your throat. Uh, when I look in my throat now, there is a lot more room. Hmm. Like my uvula used to look like a like a like a penis near a vagina, sort of, and now the vagina part is gone, and the penis looks like it has balls. Yeah, I heard from uh, Troubleface that your your uvula has balls now. That's fantastic. Um, it, it's less pronounced. It was very clear when uh, the, because the so apparently the way that they do the tonsil surgery now is with one of those like lasers that like cuts and cauterizes. Uh-huh. Right, so they just do a little bit of it at a time. So basically, the there were these two big oval burnt patches in the back of my throat that just took a long time to heal and that was where the pain came from yeah um and they are mostly back to being veiny pink flesh like you do um and so that the contrast of my uvula is is less apparent against the white burnt scar tissue is it scar tissue that you wish i saw i do you know what I realized the other day uh, driving home from somewhere that I kind of want? I want a single song, like a single audio track that is 
the parts of every Red Hot Chili Peppers song before Anthony Kiedis starts singing. <laughs> I think that that would be a pretty good song. So just a bunch of guitar riffs. Yeah, just a bunch of like and Flea. Flea and uh, John Frusciante. And uh, who else? Who was that guy from the other bands who was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers for a while? Oh, the dude from Jane's Addiction, Dave. Tom- Dave somebody. Did, was Tommy was Tommy Lee not in? I don't think so. Who's Tommy Lee? <laughs> He's that guy from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, P- Pamela Anderson's. Oh no, I don't think he was in there. What band was he in? And they've only ever changed out their drummer or their guitarist, not their drummer. Oh, is Tommy Lee a drummer? Um, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Dave okay. Navarro was the other dude. Oh, Dave Navarro. Okay, that makes sense. There are they've done a few instrumentals in their career. Have they? There was one called "Pretty Little Ditty" that was the that little riff from the song "Butterfly" is taken from that song. Not that I expect you to know what that is, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, I what think that's was... a point. I like. Okay, okay. Uh, so Tommy Lee was in Motley Crue. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. I like me like a a couple of Red Hot Chili Pepper songs, while realizing that they're kind of all the same song. Like, I'll listen to a uh, a Scar Tissue, even though it's the same song as Under the Bridge and Soul to Squeeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know they have a couple. They have a couple songs, but <clears throat> they have Under the Bridge and Give It Away. And then yeah, have... yeah, yeah. Give It Away is more representative of their early stuff, as I understand it. I don't know. Oh man, California. that was the best thing. I used to I used to tell my my ex wife, who was a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, that all of their songs sounded alike. And then at a concert, at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, they started playing a song. The entire audience started singing along. But it was the wrong song. <laughs> like, ha ha! An entire stadium full of people just proved my point for me that all of their songs sound the fucking same. Uh, that was good. And then I had a kidney stone. That was the same night that I uh, got laid up with that kidney stone. So, what we know is that Anthony Kiedis has the power to give you kidney stones if you yeah. make fun and of the band. The previous time that I had been at a, at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, I. It was like one of those things where I had been drinking a whole shitload of beer, and then I got caught in just this massive clutch of crowd and couldn't make it to, uh, couldn't make it to one of the porta potties at the stadium oh. in anything like the right amount of time. So it was just like the worst I've ever had to piss in my life. So it, it, Red Hot Chili Peppers concerts cause a lot of urinary tract related problems for me. So I think the answer is just to stay the fuck away from them for the rest of my life. Yeah, I don't see that being a huge problem. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, do you want to take an imaginary break, and we'll take a couple of questions if you got time? Yeah, we, uh, we, we can do that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, uh, we're going to take an imaginary break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. So this is not a real break, like you don't have to pee or anything? No, I'm just uh, arbitrarily stopping the encoder to break it into two parts so that I can put okay. music in. We're back. God, I feel like we had so many adventures during that break. I know. I I learned a new language. I learned that uh, the real enemy is within. 
<laughs> okay. It's kind of like the kids who learned that the real hero was inside of them all along, except with me it was the enemy. <laughs> your, your uncle was inside of you the whole time. <laughs> and uh, Get it. Yeah, I'm trying not to, but I'm getting it anyway. Yeah, so Jamelli writes... What? Go ahead. Sorry. What? I made a little thread for this, but if you've got another thread you want to pull from, you can do that, too. Oh, I was just going to... So much of this radio thread of the future questions thing is about uh, the surgery and recovery and stuff. That might as well. All right, let's do it. Uh, Jamelli says, if we take up a collection to rate you a Stephen Hawking-style speech synthesizer, can we? Do, can I do a guest appearance on the show? Seriously, though, best wishes for a speedy recovery. Well, thanks, Jamelli. Um... Yeah, there's there is definitely enough audio of me that somebody could make a robot that just talked like a weird William S. Burroughs mashed up version of me. I wonder what would happen if you if you had some software that could split all of our podcasts into just like into split into and identify all of the individual words that we have said. Uh huh. I wonder what you would learn about us by looking at that data. The, like, if you could make a chart with the most frequent words being big, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Bon- boners. Right. Tits. Butt farts. Casey Wiederman wrote, Will Riff and Hot Stuff be up for doing podcasts? I'll air and edit them and maybe even host and record if it would help. Uh, well, Riff was out of town for his annual holiday trip for a large part of the time, and uh, I think that he gets back... On the 26th And so I think that we will be able to do Thursday shows as normal uh, For This coming Thursday I think they, they I might be wrong about the day that he gets back um, I know Skelly usually enjoys Bringing in some guests for his podcast But the offer's open to him too Do you have any notable guests while I was gone Apart from my lady friend No we had Trouble Face up in And I think Yeah I think the rest of them, I just ended up having somebody else cover. Yeah, I, okay. I couldn't get a... Uh, we did a... An, the entire horror show hot dog crew was in here for one of them. I can't remember if that was pre- or post-surgery. Okay. But uh, the other ones, I just got coverage. Like, if I have a just a single show, I figure what I can come up with is less interesting than just having somebody else throw down on it. Yeah, you could play music or what whatever if you really were that worried about it yeah, Guggerbunk says jar of tonsils offhand please they wouldn't let me keep the tonsils they <clears throat> you know it got to the point where I, w- I would not have actually gone through with asking I don't think just because once once somebody who knows more than me is in a room I lose all my gall <laughs> you know so it's like I was all like I asked him the things that I actually needed to know to like sort of deal with getting better but I would have just been too embarrassed. But then my mom knew that I wanted to keep them. And so my mom, who was there during the prep, asked. And and he said, they don't let people do that anymore. It's like, used to be a thing, but now they sort of frown on sending people home with jars of infectious tissue. I suppose. But that just shows that how much lamer we're getting over time. Yeah, I mean, is that is that owed to, like litigiousness and, and you know or is it owed to corporate evilness on the part of malpractice insurers or is it like over regulation like what if, if it were a real thing that was dangerous i would say sure go ahead yeah but man 
I yeah. seriously doubt that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it might have just fallen under some other thing, right? Like, there might have just been some, like, change in the rules for dealing with biohazard material or a change in the definition of biohazard material that just caused some real rule to be applied in some weird case. Right. What are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know that I really wanted them anyway. I, I could probably just get something that looked like tonsils, put them in a jar, and tell people that they were my tonsils, and everyone would believe me. Yeah, and then you could get bigger tonsils than your actual tonsils, so people would go, damn, you were straight balling with your tonsils. Yeah, I was. I was like... Women don't like really care ball. about the size They're of They're wiffle ball sized. You don't think? No. I, I think they care more about how much air can fit through your throat at the time. Probably better Next than... Stick says, time to get C.D. Moyer working on your own Roger Ebert voice box. Surely you've done enough podcasts by now. I keep thinking I've done enough podcasts, but then there's that part of my brain keeps saying, do more podcasts. Mm. Do more podcasts. Do more podcasts. Jerk off. Do more podcasts. You should do a podcast uh, completely devoted to your masturbation habits. Eh. They're not that interesting. Mm. <clears throat> Strong Bad's fans says, I'm shocked no one's made a jig soundboard. All those words. I know. Future Jick says, WVO Client, have your experience as a tonsilless man and influenced your decisions as a game designer? I don't know. I, I think I'm getting slightly more oxygen than I used to, so maybe my ideas will start getting better. Your oxygen gets you high, so you're going to be more laid back about whether or not you put anything in the game at all. Mm. Might also, I know that Michael Jackson, when he started using a bunch of extra oxygen, turned white. So maybe I'll suddenly be a white dude. You could be a little paler instead of your uh, kind of uh, vague ethnic mix. Yeah, I do look kind of ethnic. Mm-hmm. I uh, I managed to avoid the sort of uh, pallor of of uh, of being bedridden for a while because I I don't know if you know this, but I have a buddy who recently had some issues with blood clots because of some extended bed rest. Oh, and okay. So so that was fresh in my mind, and so I. And also because I'm just fucking super antsy all the time. Like, I, I did m- probably more than my usual ar- amount of, like, just pacing around in a circle in the backyard yeah. while I was recovering. Um, so I got plenty of sun. That was, that was good. Um, question one. Is there any possibility that display case shelves can be shuffled around? Uh, one, is it highly un- no, sorry, is it highly unlikely logistically, or is there an existing plan to fix up a display case? Um... You know, that's one of those things that someday somebody will get a bug up their ass to improve, and then if that person is me, I will tell Chris to do it, and if that person is Chris, he will just do it. But it's... it's This is the same problem that we always have with everything, is that we would always rather make content. Right? Because we like doing that. Right. Two. Uh, secondly, could there be a fix when using outfits to equip halos? What, uh, e.g., auto unequip all the currently worn halo to equip the halo from the chosen outfit? Um, that's that's like another edge case of the custom outfit system that is just any any change to the current behavior of custom outfits is going to make something annoying for somebody. Right. And so, so, if we make one requested. change we're going to start getting requests to change it back someday when we make another video game it's going to be a video game where there are no slots that can take the same kind of item 
Like, if I were to make KOL again, I would probably not do three accessory slots. Yeah. I would probably do, like, a waist slot and a ring slot and a necklace slot or whatever. And then things could be ridiculous. The socks slot. I don't fucking know. But not three of the same slot because that's what causes all the problems in both, like, the way that things are, you know, dealt with in the code and in, like, logistically, like, what happens when you click on a thing. Mm-hmm. Right? There's suddenly, like, these decisions that have to be made, and the decisions that the interface makes are not necessarily the decisions that your brain would make. Right. Takenogo says, in response to the question about the DVD region on the December 3rd show, the documentary is either region-free or all regions, as far as I know. I know it has a one on the back cover, but it seems like most of that info is there for joke purposes. I just played it on my laptop set to region two, so there shouldn't be an issue since the question asker was from Britain, I think. On a side note, Jake's been cut on the... That was a joke about him saying I've been cutting out a lot on the Monday show. That's going to, because because of this show's reliance on Skype, uh, that's going to vary a lot based on how internet the internet is. Yeah, how much bandwidth we have. Uh, Theosk says, you're much too old to mess with tonsils. I had mine out when I was two. Next couple weeks are going to suck. I recommend canceling Crimbo and lying in a gutter with a bag of ice and a bag of bucket of everything the painkillers say you should avoid while on them. Yeah, but Crimbo was already done before I even started. That's yeah. fine. So that would have just been you making a dick move. <laughs> like, we're canceling yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't enjoy anything, neither can you. Uh, Doglord420 says, Oh man, I listened to the December 3rd show where you were yelling about deadlines and I got super uncomfortable and felt a pit in my stomach. Are you okay, Jick? Are you going to die? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, you got to remember chick. that we've been yelling at each other for years now. Yeah, and it's that, just uh, the first time The first time we did it in front of our new child, Doglord420. Yes. Newbie says, Future Jick, would you like a popsicle to soothe your throat? Man, I was torn between two things. I was torn between wanting to swallow popsicles as cold as possible to make my throat feel better and then trying to avoid brain freeze. Hmm. It was weird. And then Hot Stuff's mom made fun of me and said, those are not popsicles. And then everybody in the room agreed, those are not popsicles because what I had was like some otter pops. Those are not popsicles? They say they're not popsicles. To me. They say it's not a popsicle unless it's on a stick. I think that's racist. So, I mean, I guess, is Gogurt a yogurt sickle? <laughs> yeah, you're have, not supposed to eat Gogurt point. while it's frozen, though. Oh, oh, well, okay. So, frozen Gogurt is a popsicle. Exactly. I guess I it is any, frozen yogurt. Yeah, anything that's frozen in a tube, uh, frozen in, in tubular or in that double stick square. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that I don't know where these came from. I think my mom might have gotten some fancy tropical popsicles or tropsicles mm. at Target because uh, because there were a bunch of them that were co- coconut flavored popsicles, which I had never experienced uh, before, but were very good. I wonder why you would uh, bother to make a coconut flavored anything. You don't like coconut flavor? Uh, well, their coconut flavor by itself just isn't that much of a flavor. So, seems weird. I mean, it's, just go I mean, out it's no... It's vanilla-ish. Yeah. You know, you know? It's a very subtle flavor, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I'm, uh, Man, you know what I don't like? Like, my freezer, if anybody wants any blue raspberry popsicles, my freezer is fucking full of them because I ate all of the popsicles except those. Hmm. I don't like that blue raspberry flavor, man. 
I think it's because I don't like beaver assholes, as it turns out. I was just I was just ahead of the game on knowing that that flavor is made out of beaver assholes. That's not true, is it? Tell me. It is true. It is true. Uh, I forget. Uh, I'm going to just do a beaver asshole raspberry Google search. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Turns out. Yeah. Uh, It is some sort of, let's see, gold, viruses, borax, coal tar, varnish, uh, bugs, cigarettes, beaver ass. It is castorium. Wait, no? It's, they can't synthesize it yet, so it is a flavor enhancer in raspberry products. Hmm. Also found in chewing gum and cigarettes. I don't have any raspberry cigarettes. Yeah, they made them illegal. Because it was making babies and girls want to smoke. I remember back in the day that was great. Having the, uh, the orange ones and the chocolate ones, the vanilla cigarettes... It was just like candy with uh, no ill effects. Like, didn't rot your teeth like candy does. Mm-hmm. I never got... I never really got into those. I, I smoked menthols for a few years. You don't have uh, the sweet tooth that I have. Yeah. I have not... Uh, I have not smoked a cigar in a month. I don't think. So that's weird. Yeah, I think about it every once in a while, but it's not—it's not like a oh man, I can't wait till I'm recovered enough to smoke a cigar because I totally could, I guess. There's nothing stopping me. Mine just got out of the habit, which is good. I guess that means—I guess that means maybe it's not like my brain is not in addicted to nicotine mode anymore. Now you're thinking clearly. Yeah, maybe I am. Although nicotine helps you think clearly. So, I don't know. Do it that which you I don't will. know, but your nicotine, you're also distracted by when you're going to get your next dose, even when you've just had some. So, I wonder if the, the effects <clears throat> don't cancel each other out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I always, I always found that it helped. I, like, cigarettes would help me solve problems, but I think in a lot of cases that was because the thing that I needed in order to solve the problem was to step away from it and take a break. Right. Um, or just like a change of scenery, you know? Yeah, just like going outside and walking around for three or four minutes is going to be, it's going to help no matter what. Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I've been sneezing a lot for the last week or so, so that's something. Hmm. My sinuses aren't used to all this air. They're like, what the fuck? This air's full of pollen and shit. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be bitter irony. If <laughs> yeah. having your nose open all the time, you just discover you're allergic to everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, eh, I doubt that will happen. Deathless Assassin says, any chance we could get a check man to toggle loathing legion knives? Toggle a Moondell helicopter for changing a Moondell to a helicopter, for instance? A quantity would always be assumed to be one. Um, that's rough because there are so many items in that set. Right. It's probably not impossible. Yeah, because I think they don't work like that. So what that would actually have to do would be to go into a choice adventure and force a specific choice. I remember writing code that would do that, but I think it didn't work 
for some reason. Um, anyway, ask again later. Edit. A save outfit for chat. Save outfit chat command would also be super handy, so I can make a chat macro that saved what I was wearing, equipped hmm. Travolton's, bought stuff, then switched back to the saved outfit. That actually, you can already do that, right? Like, if you, uh, I don't know how that works. How does outfit last work? I'm pretty sure that if you equip Travolton trousers, buy something, and then do slash outfit last, it will take you back to what you were wearing before. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure that that's true. Um, Spider McFly says, huge plus one for this, for the Loathing Legion thing. Also, cheese and putty. Be nice if it was as simple as slash fold helicopter would give you a helicopter no matter what form it's in currently. Might be trickier for the cheese putty mechanic, but any way to make fiddling with these three items easier would be superb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people asking for this. Deus Ex Machina says, any chance of do not open till Crimbo Box is returning? Yes. Yeah, I just forgot about that. That turned out that it was as simple as uh, changing a line of code in the gift shop that said DNOTC equals false to DNOTC equals true. Hmm. And they even look at what date you got the package and act on the correct year properly. So that was, that was some good future work on C.D. Moyer's part. Uh, Darzell says, good luck on the tonsils. I lost mine too many years ago from the November 19th transcript. They talked about damage absorption and reduction in a casual way, no simple solution. Uh, we, I read this on a previous radio show. Um, Roy B says, what's it like living in the future? That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Cop. Patrick says, seriously, where's the bacon? Bacon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we are we at this point avoiding bacon for the same reason that we were avoiding kumquats? I don't think so. I think I uh, made some jokes about bacon in the Chibi Buddy stuff. Maybe. I mean, as one of the things that you eat when you're trying to get less fit which is one of the things that the Chibi Buddy has to do. Mm-hmm. I hadn't put in, like, bacon as an item or anything because it's not supposed to be something that you eat as a character since all meats are precious metals and not... except for, you know, bat meat and yeah. whatever the kebabs are made out of, <laughs> ghoul meat. Filet of tangy net. Fotelib. Right. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, man, you can only do that once, but um, I've started farming for demon names, and God, these suck. Is there a way to make them more likely to occur? Could we get away? <clears throat> I mean, wearing the ear trumpet makes them more likely to occur in that they become possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> most of the stuff in the guild shops is meh. Eh, any plans to update them? Eh, I don't know if that's true. Some of those things are good for certain dudes. Uh, I've killed an awful lot of elves with the surname Sour Cream Squirter. Like, all of my <laughs> elves seem to be named that. Is there going to be an adventure where I realize I've killed the whole family line? Or do elves just reproduce like goddamn rabbits or something? Well, they, they clone themselves in some sort of weird chrysalises, right? Yeah. I don't know. The uh, There are at least nine or ten different 
I'm curious now how many names are in that bucket. It was really cool, by the way, having people fill in the anime buckets for me. Yeah. That because I put everything that I could think of in there, and then went and looked for popular anime and put a couple more in, but they'd managed to double the stuff that was in there. Yeah, anime is definitely a thing about which it is possible to be an enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will a level 10 revamp include an awesome penultimate fantasy airship card game? I think the Final Fantasy card games are my favorite part of the series. I know that's sad. Man, I know fuck all about that. I don't know that I have ever played a Final Fantasy game that had a card game in it. Yeah, I haven't either. <clears throat> I did a uh, I played part of the Kingdom Hearts card game and it made me not want to play anything with card based combat again it's like oh that the handheld one that yeah. had the card combat just the whole point of I don't know to me it's a different kind of game when you walk up to a monster and smack it with your weapon like the Zelda type of RPG and yeah. that's what Kingdom Hearts was and then with this it's Walk up to the enemy, open your deck, pick the four attacks you want, sit back and watch him do it. And it, yeah, it I turned mean, it into I, I a Final Fantasy-style like, game. It's certainly okay for them to make a turn-based RPG in the Kingdom Hearts world. Sure. I, that is one that I feel like I might be able to get interested in. Although it wasn't the combat that turned me off to Kingdom Hearts. It was the just interminable fucking cutscenes with Donald Duck in them. I like that it was specifically that they had Donald Duck in them. Well, no, it was specifically that they were with fucking Goofy and Donald Duck, and instead, like... Yeah, I don't know, man. I I want, in video games, to just be a guy instead of a bunch of guys. Uh-huh. You know, and especially if, if the other guys are fucking Donald Duck and Goofy. <laughs> it's like, let's just take the most annoying things. Like, it could literally be any other Disney character. I would rather have a game where I was constantly being followed around by, like, Gilbert Gottfried as a parrot than fucking Goofy. That's weird. That's weird to me. I, not not weird in general, but weird to me. I think I would, I, I I would just, rather I have Goofy than Yago. Disney characters just have nothing to recommend them hmm. to me. I don't like any of the, the just sort of, like, default stable of Disney things. There are a lot of Disney properties that I think are great and a lot of characters that I think are cool but none of them are like Mickey Mouse is just has no personality right Donald Duck is just like curmudgeonly and painful to parse his speech Goofy is stupid Scrooge McDuck is pretty tight though he's got sure but but he's he's not like he's not like the core right yeah like there are DuckTales characters there are Jungle Book characters that are great Whereas, whereas Looney Tunes are just very, very well established. I feel, I feel like you could do that sort of like a Plinkett review of episode one, where you could say, without describing what they look like, what are some words that you can say about Mickey Mouse versus what are some words that you can say about Bugs Bunny? You could come up with a hundred more words about Bugs Bunny than you could about Mickey Mouse. Yeah, probably so. Like, and Mickey Mouse, like, he he just, it seems like kind of a cipher, right? Like, there, there's nothing there but what the situation he's, brings. He's an everyman. It, but is he? Sure. 
I mean, because everybody is like, oh man, that guy is super boring, just like me. No, I, I think you're Bugs supposed Bunny to. Bugs Bunny at least has an agenda. Which fuck, is like, fuck I want to eat, eat a lot of carrots and fuck a lot of ladies. <laughs> you know, like that's. You know, and I mean, he doesn't want money, except insofar as it helps him eat carrots and fuck ladies. Right. And that's good. He mostly just wants to be left alone. He wants to be a smart ass. But if you, yeah, if you fuck with him, he, he becomes vengeance. <laughs> um, what zone is the least visited and what zone is the most visited? I mean, the castle is the most visited by, by a huge margin. Um, wow. In the last seven days, though, like 20 times as many turns in the Crimbo Town Toy Factory. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so um, that's going to be a popular location. Yeah, in the last the seven days, the least visited zone is, uh, huh, Fudge Mountain with one turn. I don't know how that happened. Fact spot. I don't think that would put you in that zone, though. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been some weird testing thing. A bunch of a bunch of stuff that's in testing uh, for the content familiar. Uh, the the lowest really available ones so there were a few people spending some turns in Elf Alley uh, which they still have open and then Neckback Crick <laughs> uh, is the is the next lowest one that's still available which you know that makes sense the stuff that is of limited availability and yeah you know is I'm Neck- glad somebody went there this week Neckback Crick is from one of the maps yeah it's from the map to Ellsbury's claim oh right right uh, do you wish you could make the unpopular zones more popular? I no. I mean, I don't. This is one of those things. Like, I don't think that every, like every zone getting the same amount of attention is some sort of like desirable equilibrium. Right. You know, I, what I would like is more shifting over time. I think because I think that is what actually makes it interesting as a world, and we don't get. You know, I mean, we get some of that in cases like now, where clearly the focus is on Crimbo Town. <clears throat> Seventeen and a half million adventures in the past week. That's still a lot of people playing. That's right. good. People still care. People still 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 enjoy the things that we do. They like us. They really like us. Man, the shit that the shit that is coming up tonight that you did is really impressive. Both in a what you pulled off technically with that language and in terms of the content like that shit is fucking great and I think it's gonna people are gonna want the ability to do it again after they've done it once maybe we can change the garage to like a video game (laughs) maybe we can we can figure out we we can probably figure out a way for them to be able to do that again sure uh, in the future um uh, Lanthier Nara says, "Don't let them dig your tonsils." Oh, it's too late. Never mind. First ever radio question: Would it be possible to make it so you could peek inside gift packages? I hate receiving them in hardcore and not knowing what's in them till I break the prism. Even if all I could do was shake it and hear something jiggling inside, I'd be so happy. Uh, seriously, I hope you recover quickly. Ice cream is your new best friend. <clears throat> um, no, you can't look in gift packages. Jeez. I think shaking the package should be an option that just goes, just gives like in italics rattle, rattle, rattle. Mm-hmm. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. 
just randomly generated noises with occasional sprinkle. Oh, as I was saying, it should be, it should just be randomly selected, uh... Onomatopoeia? Fuck, what is the name of that band? God damn it. All I can think of is Das Racist, but it's not Das Racist. It's the, I'm sexy and I know it, and... Oh, LMFAO. What's that? LMFAO. LMFAO, yeah. Yeah. Randomly selected LMFAO lyrics when you shake a package. Mostly wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Speaking of the future and the past, the good old Valley of Rothlinfow has no booze drops. Perhaps it should have a swarm semicolon of superfluous semicolon, semicolons, semicolon, that drops a Gates semicolon Stein, which is a nice hint for the now obsolete quest, even if you don't get the lame pun. Right, because there is some sort of uh, anime named Stein semicolon Gates. What is wrong with Japan, Mr. Skullhead? Why do you ask? Why... Do they name things that, like, they're English words, but is that the name of it? Is the name of it, do they name things random assortments of words from a different language and punctuation marks? Or is that, like, the best way to express something sensical that they're doing in their own language? What is, why are anime titles like they are? I have no idea. I mean, do they sit and look at our culture and think like, oh, what the fuck, return to Dungeon Mountain? Why, are there, why do they name everything so boring? Should what? be Hourglass, Asterisk, Fart. It's the <laughs> same story, except it's just called Hourglass, Asterisk, Fart. I don't think I've also, ever encountered what you're talking about. What's the deal with Skullgirl Panties? Like this, so this particular anime that is referenced in this thread, which the name of it is Stein's Semicolon Gate. With no space. Yeah, okay. I haven't heard of, of that at all. Maybe it's a video game. It's not a, <laughs> it's not an anime, it's a video game. It has a phone trigger system. That's good. Hack slash 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 or whatever. That, I thought that was an American game. Dot hack underscore. Well, fuck! Mr. Skullhead, why don't I know what the fuck I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with Japan either. Uh, I don't know what a full metal anything is. So I put full metal alchemist in the same uh, word bucket set as like Devil Hunter Yoko, Vampire Hunter D, like mm -hmm. the three name... Uh, only to have a neckbeard tell me that full metal is one word. Uh-huh. And I said, you know what? It's it's really not. I don't care yeah. if they think it is or not. They're full metal. Like, you know. hi, my name is Bob Full Metal. I'm an alchemist. I think uh. the last time we asked about full metal al alchemist, somebody specifically said, oh, it's in the same vein as, like, Demon Hunter Yoko, where you get, like, a description of their title and then their name. Yeah, there is a guy in that cartoon that's like a guy made of metal. Hmm. But apparently he is not the full metal alchemist. There's one guy that's only half metal. Is it a sequel or a prequel to Full Metal Jacket? Uh, I think it is a parallel uh, story. Okay. It's it's the same, same story, but from Joker's perspective. I, I mean, if anything, that movie is from Joker's perspective. Let's say it's the same story, except from Private Pyle's perspective, so it's only half as long. Right. Um... 
We're uh, World Wizard 89 says, as usual, I have no questions, mostly due to me being unable to listen to the radio shows. However, I know what dental procedures can be like after having my wisdom teeth removed. Hope your recovery is quick like mine was. It was definitely not as quick as my recovery from having my wisdom teeth removed because that recovery was basically nil. Right. Oh. Best of luck with the surgery, says Shop Troll. Question, was the surgery like you expected? You know, that was the first time I'd ever been uh, anesthetized fully. And that was, hey, we're not fucking around. That was, I mean, I'm kind of glad that they did it this way because it didn't give me much of a chance to dread it once I was at, well, I guess I did have a lot of chances to dread it. I went in, they called me and they were like, hey, he got done early with his morning stuff. Can you come in two hours earlier? And I said, sure. So I drove in there two hours earlier and then sat there for an additional two hours in the prep room. Mm -hmm. Um... I had been unable to eat or drink since the night before, and then when they, they started pumping me full of saline, and that made me feel a lot better, which was, that was an interesting thing to have happen. Like, right. uh, I was really thirsty, and now some stuff has been injected into my veins, and it made me not thirsty anymore. Um, so that was a, that's like, I don't like it when things remind me that I'm just made of, like, meat and tubes full of fluid. <laughs> right. You know? And that was one of those things. And then, the, the, you know, the, the uh, anesthesiologist or the anesthetist or whatever, I forget which one of them is British. This guy wasn't British, so I think he's an anesthesiologist. Right. He's one of whatever Mr. Magnifico's wife is, as opposed to, do we know any British anesthesiologists? I don't think so. Oh, well. Um, anyway, so he came, he, like, they, they finally, they wheeled me in, they had me pop up onto the, you know, I got onto the surgery table myself. Mm. Uh, and then he hooked this thing up to the to the IV and I'm like whoa am I going away now and he said no nah, this is just going to numb your arm now you're going away like, what the fuck like, <laughs> the, the correct answer to the first question was yes he was like you're going to get a weird taste in the back of your throat think happy thoughts like okay so then I got a weird taste in the back of my throat and then I woke up in, in the recovery room and I don't remember whether I had the sensation of any time having passed or not I think that I did um but I, I, I do have this vague memory before I woke up of like struggling with the nurse, huh. and I hope that I, I hope that that wasn't real. You didn't want to ask. I I was too fucked up to like I didn't know if any of the people that I saw after I came out of it were the same person. Hmm. Right, and and I think I think what happened is because I had asked if I could leave my glasses on. And, and she said, yeah, what we can do is we can let you wear them until you're out, and then we'll take them off of you, and then we'll put them back on you so they'll be on you when you wake <laughs> up. And I'm like, well, wow, that, that was more than necessary. I, I just didn't want to hand somebody my glasses for two hours, right? Like, right. It, But I guess I could do that. And I think maybe I woke up when she put my glasses on me and, like, grabbed her arm or something. Hmm. And that's and that's what it felt like, and then my my addled pate turned it into a struggle because I did not have the energy to do a whole lot of struggling so I don't think that really happened yeah plus that's not the worst thing that happened to that nurse today you know yeah yeah I, but I still feel bad if I did something I don't like being out of my head you know mm. I, I don't like I don't like losing control in a way that I'm not explicitly in control of the loss I guess huh um, and then it was just hard to like it was really hard to focus my eyes 
and I was so distracted by the fact that it was hard to focus my eyes that it was hard to focus my thoughts. Yeah. You know, and so I was asked, I'm like, uh, you'd better repeat that because I'm not thinking clearly and I'm not going to remember that. And I, I would turn, mom, are you going to remember this? Cause I might not like, I was, I was like lucid enough to know that I wasn't quite lucid. Sure. I think like I didn't, I didn't say anything funny, uh, or embarrassing. So that's good. That's so interesting. So all I've ever had is the, like the only time I've been under anesthesia where putting that metal, metal filter in and taking it out and they used the just brain erasing drug so uh-huh. like my wife can tell me that i asked the same question 10 times and got the answer but i don't remember any of that it was just like i i was in this room now i'm in this other room apparently it's been two hours and apparently i asked the nurse if my insurance would cover strippers <laughs> so I mean, she talks about that like that's something that the drugs made me say that's crazy. But yeah, but I mean, actually, it's like a joke that you would. Yeah, that's make. the kind like, of joke that I would make. If like, although you know, maybe it is. The, it is the kind of joke that would occur to you, but you would maybe pick a different thing to say if you had your whole inhibitions about you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what I don't know what the context was, but it does seem like if they had said. Now we can do whatever to make you comfortable. Or if I feel like if a, it had been a guy, if it had been a guy nurse, I would have said, "Would my insurance cover strippers?" If it had been a, if it had been a lady, I probably wouldn't have. Right. But if it had been a lady and I was drunk, I probably would have. This is one of those things where it's like I don't know what, like things that I think are on the cusp of propriety. It doesn't take too much reduction of inhibitions for me to go that direction i i remember right up i remember the process of losing consciousness and i remember when i woke up so like whatever whatever it is that they put in me did not have any real effect on my memory yeah Um, it's it's definitely a different animal than than the animal they put inside of me also uh, i got an animal (laughs) good i mean it was like a spider right yeah um, so yeah, they, they did this, they hooked me up to, uh, EKG, which I had never had before, which was interesting. So I got to, I got to like, Oh, what the fuck is this? And it made my heart beat real fast. And I, I was like, I'm hoping that once I am unconscious, I will be less nervous. That's what I told the, the nurse. She's like, yeah, you probably will. Um, but they printed out a section of the EKG and taped it to the thing going to be there while I was having surgery so that the anesthesiologist would have a reference so that he would notice if my heart started doing something weird. So that he could, which I thought was he could pretty match you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the fact that the guy was the guy that's responsible for keeping you unconscious is just there, making sure that the unconsciousness doesn't last forever. God, like, that yeah, was very, that that was very reassuring. About, in that case, the more you know is uh, the more you're scared, because it, it is ridiculous to think how easy it is apparently to kill somebody by knocking them out. When we're yeah. used to movies where, like, one dose of this that's the same dose for everybody will just knock you out for an hour and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, my, my doctor said, because I, I had told him that the reason that I didn't want to get my tonsils out, the reason that I was reluctant to get my tonsils out is because I was afraid of the anesthesia. And he said, you know, I, in, in my 45 years of practicing medicine... I've never 
had any of my patients die from the anesthesia due to a procedure that I recommended. And I said, no, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about it killing me. Um, I was just the first time that I ever saw my dad, like weakened and knocked on his ass and like human and mortal was when he was just super fucked up from the anesthesia from like, uh, getting like a surgery on his thumb. Hmm. Right. So it was like definitely not the surgery that did this to him. But, you know, and it was just like, so that was always like, oh, okay. So, like, anesthesia is a thing that will take a powerful, godlike grown man and just turn him into like a puking baby. So I don't want that. Like, I, I you know, I, cause I, I'm not that powerful on a good day. So who yeah. knows what that's going to turn me into. But then he also pointed out, he's like, I mean, he was like, what was that, 20 years ago? And I said, yeah, it was about 20 years ago. And he was like, they have much better. They have much better drugs for that kind of stuff now. Yeah. And and I don't think that the anesthesia had any ill effects on me at all. Right. Like by the time by the time we were driving home, I was fine. By the time I drove home, I was fine. Saul Vamna says, first of all, since you're in the future and everything, is there a home tonsil regeneration kit available so you can enjoy the discomfort of having them removed over and over again? Yeah, I, I've got a thing where I like hang weights. I, I put some fish hooks in the back of my throat and hang weights out my mouth to uh, <laughs> to regrow it, like the sort of foreskin regrowing. I just figured that you were kind of like uh, who was the guy who oh, you were like Prometheus in that you go in and have your tonsils taken out uh, and they grow back. Somebody changes you to a rock and takes your tonsils out, and then uh, makes the last thirty minutes of your movie suck balls. Was it just the last 30 minutes? I I enjoyed Prometheus up until they woke up the master. He's like, wow, what's this engineer guy going to be like? Oh, he's just going to be kind of a brainless monster. Sweet. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think the point at which I I was done with it was when the character who had been afraid of a corpse just got right up on a living alien monster that then killed him. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I guess there was, I read somewhere that there was a scene of them smoking weed that was either implied or that I missed or that was taken out. Hmm. But that explained why he would have suddenly started acting like an idiot. Yeah, there was a it was like a cigarette at least yeah mm. alright uh, also about the future did they ever lock up that sheriff guy and make him work on one of his own road gangs that is never gonna happen man they fucking love that guy here he's just gonna have to die final question now that nerds have become cool and control the world how many Revenge of the Jocks movies were made and how many of those went straight to video you know I don't think that uh, I don't think the nerds actually could control the world I thought that they did, but I don't think that they do. But they do unless there's a jock in their immediate vicinity. Oh, yeah. Then they just control the getting a wedgie. Yeah. And a swirly with logs. Yeah, is that a thing? Uh, I mean, mean, it was always reported to be a thing. It was always a thing to be afraid of. I've never gotten a swirly in my life. I've never gotten a swirly either. I have actually never gotten a wedgie. 
I don't think. Yeah, I've had my share of wedgies, but uh, just recreationally. My um, my experience with getting fucked with by assholes in school was almost entirely limited to just getting like pushed when I wasn't expecting it, and like just having like books knocked out of my hand. Yeah, like being more all the time. It was more being afraid that someone was about to punch you, and then they never actually did. Yeah. Yeah, we had it pretty good. Like, when I think about the some of the shit that I said to, like, Greg Galagoski and some of those dudes, the fact that they didn't punch me in the face is probably indicative that they were nicer than I thought they were. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, when we were out at, uh, we were all at the 15-cent wing night, and we had our table, and the jocks had their table over there, and they came over, or shouted over and asked how much 15 times whatever was. And my response was higher than you can count. No, which was me. You know, they were they were asking like they had been dicks for a while, and and they were asking, <laughs> but I think they were trying to reach out. Like, and that hey, place that was guy, great. I would go to math. that right now if that was still a thing. You go get fifteen cent wings and infinite peanuts, and you throw the peanut shells on the floor. Yep, yep. Man, I like a place where you throw peanut shells on the floor. Have you been to Five Guys? Uh, no. That is a place where they throw your peanuts, you throw your peanut shells on the floor. It's, oh, it's like a burger a, place that has peanuts? Yeah, well, it's like a, it's like In-N-Out Burger, only they don't put fucking Thousand Island dressing on everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, you know, like, their menu is burger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger with bacon, hot dog, hot dog with chili, hot dog with chili and bacon, and okay. then... If, french fries and everything but they make everything fresh so while you're waiting you eat like your body weight in peanuts i see that's good you should try it i think there are some in your neck of the woods i like uh i like in and out well enough and you, all you have to do is say no sauce or light sauce right they're, they're so proud right. of that sauce though and, and honestly yeah some people really like that you know like some people really like thousand island on their burgers i've i've just never been yeah. I mean, I don't like I rec I hate mayonnaise on a sandwich and, and but I don't like, you know, it's fine. Somebody if some places like, "Oh, we have the best mayonnaise." I'm like, "Oh, okay. That's a thing that people want." It just means that I always have to remember to ask for it without it. Right. Um, I you know, in and out is one of those things that got talked up so much by transplants from California to Arizona that once it finally arrived, it was just like, "Okay." You know, it's like it wasn't even as good as it could have been if I had just discovered it. Right. Uh, Point Narf's asking if I'm enjoying lots of post-tonsil removal ice cream. Oh, right. I posted in this thread the day after my surgery. No, the day of my surgery. Crazy. That was like right when I got home. I did feel better that day than I did later than that. Um... Chugsworth says, I've asked this question previously, uh, but it wasn't addressed. Second time, Lucky, I'm a huge fan of the change that integrated the three starters side quests into non-combats that had the option of being skipped. Would it be at all possible for the three map quests in those areas to get the same treatment? Something as simple as pick up the can or ignore the can in regards to the Dolphin King would be more than sufficient. There's ample narratively way to do the same with Slug Lord and Dr. Hobo. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, um, uh, uh, Scarfidin says, how much crusting and decrusting was involved? Zero... What happens to VIP lounges if a clan disbands? Do they return to the person who bought them and put them up? Yes, they do. 
uh, Turtle Goy is asking a question about Egyptian politics, which I know nothing about. Yeah, Sandwich Juice says, Chick of the Future, was there ever a thought that the rarity of Taco Dan's Taco Stand Flyer would cause players to become angry over the drop rate? I've seen plenty of complaints in chat regarding the rarity of the drop. I understand that everyone's inner diamond goes nuts over any kind of new item, but damn, there are some angry folks. Eh, you know. I haven't seen anything in the forums. Super. I haven't. I haven't super either. Aggro. You know, I mean, you can get one. I'm sure that they're in the mall. And I've seen people grumbling slightly that they're bored fighting the same five elves over and over again, which, uh, sorry, usually there are two adventure zones in a crimbo, but this particular story only needed one, so. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to keep fighting them over and over. Yeah. Also, yeah, these flyers are in the mall for fucking 100,000 meat, so that's not even a real thing to complain about. Uh, Southwest says, I know that fixing typos is probably the least exciting of all the things you guys could be doing, but the typos thread is getting longer and longer. Is there any way we could persuade you guys to take a day slash some hours to fix the typos? We're donating a little extra beer money help. Or would donating a little extra for beer money help. And the problem you with know, that is, I can I can go through the ones that are in the bug list. I haven't been through the forum thread in a while, but anything that any text that I can't get at gets sent to CD Moyer, and he is a busy dude with a lot to do. And his, oh, I didn't. I didn't yeah. realize that those got put there. The, yeah, the problem that I have with the forum thread is that when I go in there, I'm like, well, uh, I don't know if these are done or not. And I hate the idea of wasting a bunch of time tracking down where some writing is to find that somebody else has already fixed it. And there's no way. Like, if I could just click a box on the forum post to indicate that it was done, and that everybody else could do that too if they fixed one, it'd be easier. To, I actually like fixing typos. It. It gives me a good sense of having done something. Hmm. You know, it maintains the sort of level of care and polish that I that I try to strive for as a company, and it, it's good. But uh, like the forum thread is not a particularly useful tool for keeping track of them. I think the last time I went through there was a couple of years ago, but I marked everything is done up to this point. Oh, oh, okay. But, uh, like, people are submitting them to the forum thread, and different people are submitting the same one as bug reports, so it's hard to tell what's done and what's not. And there are things that, you know, like, I bet half of my bug queue is typos that have already been reported that have been sent to CD Moyer, but he just doesn't have the time to do it, and I don't begrudge him that at all. Yeah, so I mean, that's not, tricky. A, that's not a good use of his time anyway. Like, I would... I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, we've been doing so much more content work in the last, like, six months that there's been a lot more opportunity for typos. Right. Um, yeah. Jick says, Anita, could you make the Dungeon Fist Gauntlet and the Ancient Stone Fist work with Kung Fu Hustler and Master of the Surprising Fist? Pretty please? Uh, no. 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 Ah, uh, gross. Hinch is suggesting that I let people eat my tonsils. Well, it's totally vegan because you can give them consensually. Casey Wiederman say, hello, Jake and crew. I'm wondering if your work listening has changed. I've been training myself to listen to podcasts while programming, so I've been listening to Kingdom and the Hot Dogs. Also, see my new band, Kingdom and the Hot Dogs. And the HP Podcraft, along with alternating LibriVox recordings of Lovecraft reading. Pretty sure my attention is fragmented, and then I'm slowly going mad, but I want to keep working on it. 
how do you guys find listening to podcasts while working? I can do it while I'm drawing and working on artwork, but I still, I don't want to do it. I don't want to learn how to do that while I'm writing and, and programming. Like, because when I'm writing and programming, I'm not bored and podcasts are a thing to like stop me from being bored during times when I would otherwise be bored. Like when I'm driving or trying to go to sleep. Right. Um, or like biking somewhere or whatever. I lack um, the multitaskability to like when I'm writing something, as soon as I get into what I'm writing or reading, the sound just shuts off. So I usually just have music playing to get me into that mood and then I you know, something that I've listened to before so it won't matter that I'm not gonna hear most of it. Yeah. And I just I find it easier to stop paying attention to it if it's instrumental and so that's what I tend to stick to. Are you still listening to Amelie and Joanna? Ne- well, Amelie while I work, not Joanna Newsom while I work. Um, Amelie and a lot of uh, Franz Liszt, just the Hungarian Rhapsodies on piano is what I play while I'm working. Um, let's see. Rotini Pan says, for the new two mystery familiars, are you going to keep the content familiar as the fairy con and the spleen familiar as the volley con? Or might you alternate them so somebody who wants only the content familiar gets a little variance on the functionality? I think we made them the same. Yeah. Linguini Lad asking if we, if I had seen this bacon pancakes mashup. Those are three of my least favorite words. Belly 16 Hey, Jake, I recently made a request which was aired on a podcast to increase the promptness of placing the podcast on iTunes. This was responded to with a bit of a rant, which you revisited and apologized for in the third December podcast, <laughs> which I just listened to. I, too, wanted to say sorry for that. I didn't mean to sound like I was. You guys do a great job, and I love your work. Please take that question as enthusiasm for all the content you guys create rather than a complaint about having to wait a week or two for a podcast. Side note, when I first asked the question, I wasn't aware that you were traveling. Ironically, this was stated in a podcast I was awaiting the upload to hear. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody, Strong Beds fan, points out that the old... All right, well, it's been a long time coming, but the end is no longer nigh, according to asymmetric.net. How long has that been up for, anyway? So the original one was set for the world to end at Y2K, and when that came and went, I just set it to the Mayan apocalypse, which was, at that point, 12 fucking years in the future. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, that was a website that I made 12 years ago. I'm old as fuck. I think you mean was, you're you're an original gangster. Yeah, uh, it was a website that I actually made like 14 years ago, and then updated it after two years. Yeah, you were interneting long before it was cool. Yeah, I was. I had, I had a, a web page back before the default background for web pages became white. Hmm. That old gray shit. Uh, could we possibly get a sign twirling Crimbo L for something similar as a shopkeeper for mall stores? That would be awesome. That would not be too hard to do. I think a uh, some kind of expansion pack of mall store people wouldn't be a bad couple of I, minutes. I did one a couple months ago. Oh. Well, then I agree that you should have done that. A few, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, but I mean, that's like, why not, right? Uh, people talk to each other, talking about stuff. And could there be a feature, says Doglord420, to let clan leaders leave a message on clan dungeons to say things like hamster run or don't enter or whatever? It could show up above the sewers or something. Yeah, that you know, putting a white. I've been intending to do this for a long time, and and it would take half an hour, and I I need to just do it. Is to put a whiteboard on the wall in the basement 
that you can click on it if you're an administrator to write something on it and whatever is written on it just shows up above the thing. Um, I'm gonna give myself a to-do item to uh, clan dungeon whiteboard make me a thing comma chick assigned to Jack. All right, so now I'm gonna send myself a ping. And whiteboard. I'm gonna not have it send me a text message because I'm sitting right here. Make this whiteboard a thing. Okay, so now that is on my list of things to do right away. Right. Uh, although it will probably be in January if I get to it because I've got a lot of shit to do up until then. We need to have a meeting. We should probably do a conference call the day after Christmas, since we're not going to do one on Christmas. Because um, we need to come up with an item of the month. Oh, yeah, dude. We always forget that. Um, yep, yep, yep. Just when we thought it was safe to relax and finish the content familiar. We also need it, an item of the month. Doglord420 also says, is the unicorn horn supposed to be a reference to that children's pony show? Because if so, I'm kind of disgusted with whoever wrote it and Jick for allowing it. I think that the fact that it was not, I do not know about that show and that the fact that it was not clear to me that it was a reference meant that it was only going to be clear to the people who recognized and appreciated it. So the fact that you have to ask means that you have nothing to be upset about. I also think that if I had said, Hey, this item, Jake, is a reference to My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, a show that apparently a lot of people who play our game enjoy. You would have been like, cool, you should put that in, in addition to the references to everything else we like and don't like. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I'm having more and more trouble with the people who are like, ugh, that's that show, bleh. Like, you know, I'm watching it with my kid. It's pretty good. There are people who obsess about it in weird sexual ways, and that's true of just about any nerd property that you like. And it's not as stupid as Adventure Time, and people are welcome to watch that. So I think we should all just calm down a little bit. Man, those are some fighting words, Mr. Dear Princess Celestia, today I learned that we can like different forms of entertainment and still be friends. Moving on. Um, um, um... The Dog Delusion says, Hey guys, I don't know if you'll actually want to answer this or keep it a secret or whatever, but for the newest series of Tiny Plastics, will there be an egg recipe at some point in the future, or are all the capsules going to be the only way to ever get more? I, I don't think we've decided yet. Um, we'll see We'll see what we think needs to happen. Um, I probably ought to hit the road. All right. Okay, well, we will see you all next week, which will be, what, New Year's Day? Or New Year's Eve? Oh. Uh-huh. Well. Perhaps we will record, pre-record New Year's Eve as well, so we don't end up with uh, me here at 10 o'clock. Although we might get screwed out of having anywhere to go for New oh, Year's. Yeah? So maybe I'll just do a solo show that's just me crying. I've landed at, at, a, at a point where there is, there is, like, we're old enough that there is now somebody who just has the New Year's party every single year. And so that's just what we do. Oh, there are lots of parties to go to, but uh, Grandma and Grandpa are going to a different party, so they're not going to be there to babysit. Oh, so it's not not having anywhere to go. It's not... uh, Because that was 
that was my problem in years past is like uh, I just don't know about any parties because I don't have any friends yeah, there are at least three that we could we could go to provided we can find somebody to babysit so uh, if you want to babysit for us on New Year's Eve let me know otherwise we'll oh, see you guys come next on, week man what a crass abuse of our fan base I don't I don't give a fuck, man. If it gets me out of the house on New Year's Eve, I will will be crass and abuse your mom. Any murderers want to watch my kid for the night, that'd be all right, too. Somebody with a pulse who's over 12. (laughs) I don't don't even give a shit. Somebody with a pulse and a knife who's over 12. We'll put the kid to bed, and you can just sit in our house and play Xbox. All right, uh, we'll see you next time.